Sometimes it's all about having the right tools. We talk about that today as I'm joined by Dave Wimble from the Indie Bible. What is the Indie Bible? You will find out next. It's a very valuable resource that all of you need. Check it out. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So today I'm excited to uh, be chatting with Dave Wimble, who is the founder of the Indie Bible. Some of you have probably heard the name. Some of you might have even been to the website. I've known about it for a long time. And actually, we recently, we share a lot of the, the same clients. It's like those people that are out there hustling, trying to get gigs and find blogs or coming to me trying to learn social media and stuff. So I'm like, dude, Dave, why don't we just get on here and talk a little bit about business, talk a little bit about some of these problems that have been identified, figure out what some of the solutions are. So first off, thank you for uh, for joining me. I appreciate you. Oh, it's my pleasure. So uh, you're up in Canada, right? Yes. What's a negative what today? It's the coldest day of the year. Is it really? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go ahead. So a lot of people complain about cold. And if they've never been to Canada, let me explain what cold is. So I'm going to go ahead and switch uh, myself. So tell me what it is. I'm going to go to Celsius. So right now, it's 35 degrees Fahrenheit in Nashville, which would register to be 2 degrees Celsius. What is it Celsius where you are right now? I think today, I'm not sure if this is with the wind chill, but it's about minus 30. Okay, minus 30. Yeah. Okay. That's cold, people. Yeah. That's real cold. Well, the one guideline I go by is, uh, as some of your, your uh, listeners might know, it's a Canada switch to metric many years ago. Right. But I was on a, I was kind of like, I had learned, uh, you know, the, the Fahrenheit and gallons and all that. So it was kind of too late to really uh, uh, retrain me. Right. So I kind of have to configure things in my mind. But the one thing that I know is with when it comes to negative temperature, the minus 40s are the same. Don't ask me how, but they just are. Right, right. So when we have like minus 40 weather, Americans can completely understand. We're not quite there today, but it's pretty close to there. That's got it. So thank you for uh, venturing into work today then, so at least that we could talk, because I know that's a super chilly, chilly day. Tell us a little bit about the Indie Bible, for those that don't know. Okay, well, we're actually celebrating our 20th anniversary, and uh, the Indie Bible came into being uh, totally by accident. It's something that uh, I was, uh, like a lot of people, I started out as a musician myself, so I kind of fulfilled my dream. It would be 21 years ago, I recorded a CD, and as you would know, because I I listened to your uh, webcast yesterday, so you've been around about 30 years, Yep. you know of things that people can't even conceive these days about early days of the internet early days of computers, life without a cell phone. Uh, so when I, when I first started uh, recording, uh, there was an internet, but there was uh, dial-up connections. Most households had a dial-up connection, uh, except at work I had a, a bit of a high speed because it was a, a network. And so as I was recording, I'd go to work, and kind of like the panic set in that every musician feels at some point is it's starting to become real here. I've got only so many family and friends and I've now I've got this box of CDs back then. Um, 
and they're not just magically flying off the shelf. Right. And so I started at work. What I basically did is I used my time to try and find like what's on this internet that maybe can help me. And I started discovering things like, like a lot of the college radio stations had, uh, they were open to accepting music. Uh, back then they had all these, uh, really the, the predecessors of today's blogs, these really ugly GeoCities sites and Yahoo websites that people could get for free. And you could put like a review site or whatever you want, put your thoughts up there. But the problem was that for the visitors, all these ads would pop up. Right. And back then when you're working with dial up and ads popping up, it was just, a, you could go make a sandwich waiting for your website to load. And as I went through and started finding places to send my music, uh, there was this increasing frustration that, and it, it, which is still happens today because my whole life is really basically just research is somebody decides to just stop doing what they're doing on the internet. It's like a store owner saying, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to leave the store lights on. I'm going to leave all the stuff in the window, but I'm going to leave and I'm going to go do something else. So as you're looking around on the internet for things to, to services that are active and can help you, I was realizing a lot of these sites were dead and gone. Like dead right. and but just was no indication. And back then a common practice used to be they had the last updated uh, little notice at the bottom of the, of the website. So what people would do is set up last, you know, today's January 11th or 10th. Yeah. Yep. 11th. They would have last updated January 11th, 2019. And so, oh, this is active. But then you realize this is just a little applet they have on there that just updates every day. So I, I kept, I started thinking like, there's got to be some sort of map to the internet out there that I can kind of really cut down a lot of my search time here. I, and I didn't find one. And I had collected a lot of information about myself. So there used to be a, a few different discussion groups online. Music Thoughts. I don't know if you ever went into Music Thoughts at all. At no, I, I was a little before my time. Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually in its day was really popular. And you could throw around some ideas. And so I kind of threw this idea, like, does anybody think this would actually sell? And, and people said, well, you know, it sounds like a good idea. And uh, coincidentally, at the, that time I lost, I was laid off my job in high tech. And I just plowed in, uh, my group broke up. So my re CD I recorded never uh, came into the, the CD exists, but the band kind of dissipated. And I was wondering, maybe this is a, the window of opportunity or the door sure. of opportunity. And uh, I, I connected early with some really good people like uh, the, uh, Derek Sivers and a, a friend yep. of mine, Dale Schwartz. I don't know if you ever read any of her books, The Real Deal and uh, How to Be. No, how very to be familiar with Derek, but not with this yeah. other person. Uh, she was a real pioneer in independent music. The people at Disc Makers, the daughter of the owner of Disc Makers, uh, Carolyn Bolin, Bolin, mm -hmm. she used to have these little indie uh, conferences around uh, New York City. And she would go there and just plug me, and I would get this wonderful crowd of people coming up. The first indie Bible that was published in, I guess, uh, 1999, a little spiral bound uh, photocopy thing. And um, it was pretty scary, but I just kept at it. And, and the thought I had was I could see through the eyes of a musician. What do I need as a musician? That's how the sections were determined. But also I couldn't bias it. I couldn't say, well, I don't like such and such music. So I'm not going to really focus on that. If I wanted to survive as a publisher of this directory, I had, it had to be the whole spectrum and I had to cover everything regardless if I liked it or didn't like it. Sure. Keep my opinion to myself and, and, 
So let's talk about what's inside the Indie Bible. So we know why it came about. And the way the great things come about is that we find that there's a problem and we create the solution. Um, so now all of a sudden you've got this opportunity. When someone purchases the Indie Bible, what is it that they're going to find inside of it that's going to benefit them today? Okay, the original Indie Bible is every possible way you can get more exposure for your music. Using Sounds like a win to me, yes. Te technology. And the comparison I use is that the most famous artists in the world, let's say Lady Gaga comes out with a new uh, album or a new, new song. It's, it's always the same principles. She has to get it out. She has to let people know that this new song exists, except she does it on a different level. So she'll go to Rolling right. Stone. She'll go to uh, K-Rock or whatever. Uh, she'll go to NBC, uh, Conan O'Brien or whoever. She has, she has to get interviews, tell people about it. She has to get radio airplay so people can hear it. And she has to have it online so people can maybe check out a sample. And she has to get reviews. Is this, is this a good album? Is, uh, is this something I should buy? I only have so much money to spend. I can go buy this one, uh, my three top artists. Uh, why should I buy this one? So she, she needs reviews of it. Well, the independent musician needs the same thing just that it's going to be at a lower level. So right. it might be a podcast that has 500 listeners and that's the world they live in. And the thing that really stuck out yesterday in your webcast is something that I always, I used to go to a lot of conferences and I'd be on the panels and I remember getting slammed one time because my thing was always, if you're trying to become a superstar, that's just not realistic. That's not reality. And of course, what happens when you say that? all the dream killers come out of the closet. Right? You're trying to kill my dream. You're trying to kill my dream. And uh, so I just kind of cut that out. I said, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to still kind of use universal principles of how right. work cause and effect, but I'm not going to go to the, you have to get real card. That's, I'm not going to do that anymore. But people have to get real that uh, you take tiny steps. You know, the old, uh, the, idea that you get discovered in the parking lot at the mall just doesn't cut it anymore. Uh, the artist has to do a lot of work as you talked about the lady with the, uh, the uh, virtual tip jar yesterday. Yeah. Dawn Byer. She's putting in, a, and you emphasize that she's putting in an incredible amount of work and there's people that, that are part of that family. And then there's yep. the ones that are kind of taking the massive shortcut. Cause I'm so good. I'm just going to send out an e-blast and uh, fame is going to, you know, come down upon me. And it's just not realistic anymore. So we're, we're at the grassroots. We're at the, these people that, that have a great passion for helping artists. Uh, there, a lot of them aren't getting paid. So if they have a podcast or a blog, because right. they love music. And so you're leveraging their love of music, love of helping people with helping your career along. But uh, there's not one thing that's going to rocket you into the stratosphere no i mean you're gonna you may hit a hit on a hit song you may get rocketed for a little while but at some point that rocket has to come back down to earth and there's a lot of artists that were two years ago topping the charts that we don't hear we didn't hear from at all last year two years ago they were the it person and this year we haven't heard from them and one of the things that i really think musicians need to understand is that some people well it only has 500 listeners When's the last time any of you really played in front of 500 people that were paying attention? Most of you, you didn't. 
So even if you're in a room with 40 people, that's why house concerts, that's why these Facebook Lives, when someone comes and joins your Facebook Live, they are giving you their undivided attention. You don't find that at a club. Half the time, the guys are trying to score right. with the girls. The bartender's too loud. There's other conversations. There may be a ball game. So when you can get someone, anyone, who's willing to share you with five people, with 10 people, with 100 people, that's awesome because you're not the only person out there that they could do this for. So for whatever reason, your music stuck. And that's why I work really hard to try to help you, as I say, look pro. It's like when they go to your website and they see that it looks as good as if you went to Maroon 5's website or they go to your socials and they think that you're active, that's a person that they want to put in front of their audience. You don't want to put someone in front of their audience when you go to their website. It looks like it's from 1990. You don't want to put somebody on a social media platform that their last post was six months ago. You know, so there's a method to the madness, you know, and I'll, I'll explain to you guys, as you know, I'm totally transparent. What Dave and his team at Indie Bible have done is they've gone out and done the work for you. You are more than capable of spending the thousands of hours to go find these people's contact information. You can spend your whole afternoon on Google. You can spend your whole afternoon tomorrow on Google. And you could probably track down every name that's in the Indie Bible, and it's probably going to take you a few years. So if that's the route you want to go, by all means, you're able to do that. You don't need to purchase the Indie Bible to get that information. You can spend three years trying to get it yourself. Same thing I say with, with, with me is that I could go on Facebook, I could spend a lot of money, and I could run Facebook ads trying to find you, the band, the artist. But no, here's what I did. I went and partnered up with the Indie Bible, and I said, I will pay you for you to send a message to put in front of your audience, and in one email, I was able to acquire what it would cost me and take me months and months to try to acquire by utilizing Facebook. So when you make an investment into something like the Indie Bible, or I made an investment, I'm saving time. That's what I'm really doing. I'm also realizing that they're not going to put a book together that has a whole bunch of people that don't answer their phones or the emails bounce back or anything like that. They're doing all the research that we don't have to. So that's what you're paying for sometimes. It's like, unfortunately, you musicians, karma is a bitch. I'll just say that. I said it at the DIY Musician Conference. You want everything for free. But you get so upset when you put out your music and people won't pay for it. Or if you go and order T-shirts and nobody buys it. It's the same way, folks. You know, it's like if, if we have to earn, I said this yesterday at the beginning of the webinar that I did, as I said, we're all going to set up a merch table. All of us. Indie Bible's got a merch table set up. And over there on that merch table is the Indie Bible. Now, the Indie Bible is going to go and they're going to write blogs that help you understand your business. They're going to do podcasts that help you understand your business. They're going to share with you material. I don't want to call it free because all we're doing is earning the right, just like you do as a musician, for someone to travel over to the merch table and see what's there and see what they would like to acquire. That's it. It's no different than what you're doing. So make sure... That if you need something, go find out if the people 
are legit first because there's a lot of people out there that will sell you a bunch of crap. There's a lot of people that will sell you outdated list. There's a lot of people that will tell you. I mean, I have a girl that sent me an email today and I have to call her later and be the voice of reality and say, yeah, these people told you that Kenny Chesney listened to the song and he passed on it, but Kenny Chesney never heard your song. You know, it's real easy to tell someone, let's, let's see the people that Kenny actually took the song. There's a lot of people out there that are going to steer you in the wrong direction. I try to make sure that you meet people that won't. And the folks at the Indie Bible are those folks. They've been around for a long time. You don't, you're not around for this minute long providing garbage, period. No, that's uh, our, our whole thing is content. Without it, we're, we're lost. Uh, that reminds me of, of uh, or a good, good story is, did, did you know a guy named Bill Jerome? I think Bill was from Nashville. He's a uh, record or uh, radio promoter. No, so I got to Nashville in 2008. Other okay. besides that, after, before that, I was on radio. So yeah, Bill, Bill was one of the nicest people, like I, I think the nicest person I'd ever dealt with. And they aver- he advertised with, with, for years and years. And I think about two years ago, he sold his business. So he had this nice established uh, base of artists that he worked with. Then we start getting these phone calls from people and emails. Yeah, so-and-so is like, uh, they're not getting back to me. I paid him like $2,000, one after another. And it's just somebody had bought his business, had no... Uh, responsibility, kind of no ethics whatsoever, was letting uh. go right into the dirt. And uh, so that reflects on me. Like, we, we got these people listed. So we, you know, we, we took them out and we apologized to these other people. And uh, stuff like that happens. But you really have to watch that because you're right. If, if somebody buys a directory that's full of wolves and sharks trying to, trying to rip them off, I mean, how long are we going to be around? So Well, we're not. And, and our success is based on your success. If the Indie Bible isn't having success with independent musicians, then it doesn't exist. If I'm not, if the artists that do my things aren't having success, then I'm just another guy that's a good talker. You know, so you want to make sure that I always tell people, you're going to come listen to me or I might get your attention because of Taylor and Big Machine and all the people that I've worked with. But the question you should be asking is, what can I do for you? Is what I teach able to work for you? Because there's certain things that aren't duplicatable, and that's called timing and luck. That's why no two artists' career paths have ever been the same, is because there's certain things we can't duplicate. So if you are an artist that's hungry, if you are an artist that's willing to roll up your sleeves and do the work, then my job is to help teach you how to do that and help introduce you to the tools that can make the job a lot easier. We've all heard, why use a hammer if you need a screwdriver? So Dave, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to uh, to meet with us. I want you guys to go to IndieBible.com. Check it out for yourself. Explore around. And if you decide that it's something that you want to invest in, and by the way, if you've set up your business properly, like I teach you, it is a tax write-off, you can go to IndieBible.com forward slash 30, and that will provide you a discount. Uh, let me explain right now. I am not making a dime by offering you this offer. This is between you uh, and Indie Bible. So I have no reason to just try to sell the crap out of this thing. I'm just putting you in the right place because it's a tool and you all need tools and it's the best tool that's out there. So I appreciate you, my friend. Hopefully I'll see you at uh, Canadian Music Week this year. Or if you get down here to Nashville, be sure you look me up. I will. Thanks a lot. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Remember, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com, 
take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help make sure that you are on the right track. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.